Hello and welcome to Ad Creeps, the podcast where we dissect and correct the TV ads that raised us, phased us, and amazed us. My name is Al, and I am here with my bestest bud and co-host, D. That's me. That's you. We really limbered up before we started um, recording this one. <laughs> we did some stretching and stretching. We did some, we did some, uh, just move around our old bones. Yeah, you got it, man. No, I gotta tell you, I'm back on the bench press, brother. Are you? Yeah, and... Um, what are you benching? Well, I mean, the first time that I sat back down on the bench after... Um, taking starting tea mm-hmm. versus the last mm-hmm. time I benched it's fucking incredible really yeah it's absolutely like 95 pounds no problem wow I'm I was astounded that's incredible like muscles me <laughs> that's me muscles it's your nickname yeah yeah, We're yeah. Call you muscles. muscles hey muscles hey muscles I have one it's a one bicep <laughs> anyway yeah you know I gotta stretch out those you gotta stretch it out calves what those okay oh you got muscles i can't name them all but i have them okay well (laughs) i'm very proud of you thank you would you like to hear a story i would love to hear a story may i read to you from a newspaper article Mm Mm-hmm. this article is from the pittsburgh press Mm. april 13th 1913 (gasps) that's so close to now no it's not april 13th oh by the day yeah yeah not the year not the year It's like, what? Does this come out on April 3rd? Th- no, it doesn't. It's like 110 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Uh, this article is entitled From Steerage to Fortune. Okay. With the subtitle, Reunion of Four Businessmen Who Were Shipmates to This Country in 1884 and Converted Industry into Money. What was the first word in that title? From? Steerage. What does that mean? It's like a part of the ship. Oh. Okay. So they're all together steering the boat. No, they weren't steering it. They were just oh. on there. They're on there. Okay. Um, but Continue. steerage class is like a, a place on the boat where you stay. Are you a boat person? Where you don't have a lot of money, Do I Do you think. know about boats? Not really. Oh, okay. Just about Sorry. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is the story of four young men who okay. were all cabin mates on the steamship Necker. When it's... <gasps> <laughs> that was a big reaction. I love this. Necker? G- getting up the, you know. They're necking. Doing some necking. They're necking now. I there. love some old-fashioned necking. <laughs> I, it, you know, it's it's in a lot of, in, when you're younger, it's in your playbook a yeah. lot. And then as you grow older, you're like, no, that's not for me. But get back into it. The neck is an important erogenous zone. Get back into <laughs> it. Did I tell you, uh, sorry, I do want to hear the story, but the number of hickeys my students have. Oh, yeah. And now what's fashionable is to put Band-Aids over them. I don't like that. I, it's kind of weird, huh? <laughs> I don't like, for that. I, we know you have them, but you are covering them. <laughs> anyway. It's just weird. It is weird. Go on. <laughs> Children are weird. Uh, so these, uh, these men all sailed from Germany in 1884 mm. on the steamship Necker. And <laughs> one thing the article really wants to impress on us is that these men were not Nepo babies. Okay, they did it themselves. They're self-made men. Not one has succeeded through accident. Not one has discovered a gold mine, inherited a fortune, or cleaned up in Wall Street. Not one started with a cent more than the average boy. Not one in any field except that to which he turned his energies is particularly equipped with brilliancy or talent. Not one is possessed of overpowering personality, extraordinary intellect, or influential connections. So that, you know, they're not special. They're not special. They're not but special. They're, but they're driving this boat. Or they're sorry. They're on this they're boat. They're not driving. I can't emphasize this enough. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're, they're boat. necking on this boat. They're together. necking on the boat. They shared a cabin together. Yeah. 
Um, they got to New York. They got to New York, and there is like they're self-made men. They they made their fortune. So I'm gonna assume that these four men are really rich men now. Like, uh, I mean, well, uh, they're all dead. Well, no, what sure. I mean is, like, when that story was written, <laughs> yeah. kind of saying, like, these four men, it's incredible. Oh, yeah, at this point, when the story was written, they were all very rich. In 1913? We got a Rockefeller in there? Uh, no Rockefellers. Okay. No. Okay. None, none that I think you would have heard of. Okay, okay. But it describes each of the four's success like this. Do you go to motion picture shows? Oh! One of these immigrant boys manufactures more than half the films exhibited in the United States. What? Do you buy hairpins, hand mirrors, <laughs> embroidery silks, pins, needles, curling irons, thread? Another founded one of the largest notions and fancy goods houses in New oh, York. Oh, I love fancy goods. Do you know anything about Russian sables, white fox, blue lynx, ermine moleskin, or the other rarer and more expensive furs? No. A third supplies them to New York society. Do you take a certain pink powder and by pouring water on it produce strawberry jelly? What? The fourth invented that powder. Pink powder. Now, which one of these boys do you think we're talking about? Schmuckers. <laughs> Is it schmuckers? Not schmuckers. Ah, damn. <laughs> Good guess, though. Ah, damn. I, I do like this because this is like... These are men who found a niche product. Yeah. And then ran with it and really lucked out. They did, yeah. Absolutely. And they, I mean... I guess back then it was easier to get startup cash than it is today. Um, <laughs> but they, they kind of lucked into it. I can't wait to... Which guy are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about Jelly Boy. Oh, thank the Lord. <laughs> I didn't want to choose someone else and not and be disappointed. No, you know it's Jelly Boy. It is Powdered Jelly Man. Mm. A report from the 18th Triennial Exhibition of the Massachusetts Charitable Mechanic Association oh. in Boston... 1892. I love this already. Describes a curious new product that was presented for judging. From the New York Company of Stern and Salberg, Bromangelon is described <laughs> as... Bromangelon. I love it. Is described as perfectly pure natural fruit composition for making a delicious dessert jelly. Prolangeron? Bromangelon. Pro... bro man on Which is what I call it when I apply my HRT. <laughs> I was gonna say that's like an, an angel like an angel name in D D or something. Well, interesting that you say that because the creators of Bromangelon claimed that the name meant angel's food. It is angel's food. <laughs> I'm trying to think Oh Ow. Uh-huh. Are we talking about jello? We're not. We're not talking about jello! <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Bro- no. <laughs> We're talking about Bromangelon. Talking about Bromangelon, which oh. is also my favorite anime. Bring- <laughs> Do you have all these written down? Because they're all very good. Thank you. Yeah, I like them. Cruel Angel's thesis. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the exhibition guide also writes, inquisitive Yankees might like to know what this substance is composed of in addition to what it is not. <laughs> it's not bacon. It's not corn. It's not leather. <laughs> but as it is pure and harmless, if it is pleasant to the taste, the tendency of mankind is to take it and run the risk. I, well, I mean, he's got us pegged. He's, he's got us. He is, if it tastes good, we don't care. We're like, gimme. <laughs> this does irreparable harm to my body i don't care it's yum yum uh, the judges awarded bromangelon with a bronze medal why does this product not exist today and if it does it should be we need to go back this animal collagen based gelatin predated jello by two years oh but so it's like the anti-jello it was the pre-jello 
Sometimes I pre-jello <laughs> when I get too excited. <laughs> it's becoming a problem, by the way. Oh, really? Pre-jello. <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes I'm walking around and I'm just thinking about, you know, things. And <laughs> the next time I'm like in that area, I'm like, wow, this shouldn't be. How many times are you changing those underwear? I shouldn't be. Oh, my God. A lot, right? A lot. <laughs> Between sweat and the other stuff, it's There's just. a lot happening. I could just, th- it's like a magic power. I could just be in the car thinking about things. And then, like, I, oh. Well, I'm sorry I sent you that photo of the well. horse with a penis head. <laughs> no, we got to talk about that. Al yeah. sent me a piece of art, and I will call it art. It is an angel with sitting on a, a just horse. A, a horse. But the horse is so, it's a giant throbbing member. Yeah, his the head. Horse, the head. It's so veiny. The angel also has a penis, but I think the penis was flaccid. Yeah. And there's an IV thing going on? Yeah, I don't know what that's about. But the, the, the horse, horse did have tiny legs. Are so very tiny spindly. legs. I saw another piece by that same artist where it's a, like a mermaid or a, a woman underwater. Uh, and there's all these fish and the fishes all have penis heads. What does this mean? I don't know. I love it. I love it. I'm not against this art. It is art, but what does it mean? What does it mean? I mean, that's for you to interpret. I guess so. It's between me and my penis-headed god. <laughs> okay, so this uh, Romangelon came out two years before Jello, but before it was steamrolled out of the market by Pearl Bixby Waite, the Jello Baron. Oh, the Jello Baron. <laughs> A Nepo baby if I've ever seen one. <laughs> it was the first commercially successful instant gelatin product. Wow. It was well-loved and featured in a wide variety of recipes, including from the 1900 issue of Good Housekeeping magazine, Shredded Wheat Biscuit Jelly Dapple Sandwich. Shredded wheat. Okay, I'm going to try to get all the yeah. parts. Shredded wheat, mm. apple, mm. gelatin, mm. sandwich. Mm. Well. <laughs> oh. Well. Oh. It's just bread would be so wet. They were um, like... <laughs> Stewed apples. Yeah. And the, the jelly that they used in the recipe was a strawberry jelly. Not, okay. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, there was also something suspiciously called nut bromangelon. <laughs> I have never wanted a piece of merch from a defunct company so badly <laughs> than I do a Bromangelon t-shirt. I know. I want it so bad. God. I want it. Let's just I, make one. Let's just make one. It's got to be a really, like, a buff fucking angel, shirtless angel <laughs> on it. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'd nut. I would not. I would, I would not <laughs> Bromangelon. <laughs> I do sometimes nut Bromangelon. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> Actually. Put it in, put take it out. Ugh. So the gelatin came in a variety of flavors. I gotta, t- sorry, yeah. I gotta tell you, we, re- we recorded, <laughs> we recorded a cool shaving can before this, and it sent us on a path, yeah. and we can't get off. We're, we're well. on it. Well, <laughs> and now we're here. Now we're here. With Brian Romangelon. I can't stop thinking about him. Whew. Mm. So it came in a variety of flavors, including lemon, orange, raspberry, strawberry, peach, cherry, and chocolate. Chocolate? Mm-hmm. Okay. The mascot for this product... What was- is the mascot? I need to know. <laughs> Am I going to fall in love? I don't know. Okay. So the mascot for this product was a precocious little narc named Tattling Tootsie. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> okay. 
Oh, we're going to do a 180 on this one. <laughs> tattling T- what? Tattling Tootsie. Tootsie. I don't... You don't like it? No. <laughs> Cartoons with the character were included in promotional booklets featuring cutesy rhymes tattled by Tootsie. One example reads, I never tell lies, said Mother's Child, but the other night my pa was wild. For dinner was late and he scolded like fun, but he smiled when Ma brought him Bromangelon. So he's a little... It's a little, like, a... Little girl. Yeah. And she says, she just tells you about what's happening. <sighs> okay. She says, my dad came home. He was probably drunk. He didn't like what <laughs> my mom served for dinner. This is my... <laughs> but, uh, he was stoked about the jelly. There's domestic violence in my home. And you need to know about <laughs> it. But thank God for this gelatin. It turned things around. I won't get hit tonight. <laughs> Wow. You can ta- Tootsie, you can tattle. Tootsie, you can tattle you about can that. You can tattle, honey, sure. sweetie, baby. You <laughs> can okay. tattle. It's okay. But who was the brains behind Bromangelon, born to New York know. by the steamship Necker? <laughs> His name was Leo Hirschfeld. Uh-huh. Well, Not oh. re- no relation. Okay, okay, okay. I signed up for a 14-day trial of Ancestry.com I, just to double check <laughs> that there was no relation. <laughs> the number of times... I have used a variety of emails to sign up for that 14-day trial of Ancestry.com just for this podcast. <laughs> Al, I'm running out of emails. You gotta know. You simply sometimes I gotta, you gotta know. know. You gotta know. This is your... Because uh, yeah, this was important. Like, it was important. And it was know. around the same time, so... Jeez Louise. Yeah. Uh, but no, no relation to okay. our man. Unfortunately. Or fortunately. Or fortunately. Uh, but he did have quite a few ideas, Leo Hirschfeld. Oh, in 1908, it. he patented a technique for heating candy after it had been pulled and before it had been wrapped, such that it would stay soft and chewy for a longer oh, period of time. cool. He also patented a special bonbon dipping fork. A special bonbon dipping fork. So you don't have an I Love Lucy situation. No. I love we it. We don't want that. Ah, oh, he's a taffy man. He's a taffy man. He's a taffy man. He's a taffy man. I like that. Okay, I like this. I like this. I'm back on board. You're back on board with the taffy man. I like his naming scheme. I like his taffy. We're on. I would love to shout out the very interesting blog that informed me on the history of Leo Hirschfeld and his creations, but in my desire to find out more about the author, I discovered an article she had written about how she was being oppressed by having to say her pronouns. Oh, you hate to see it. Sometimes we like I, to like, uh, you know, usually if we find a really good source on the webs on yeah. this uh, podcast, I'll like look up what other stuff this person has talked about. Yeah. You know, I usually like want to give a shout out about this scholar who's talking about interesting stuff. Not this lady. No, fuck. <laughs> I hope you didn't include her in your sources. Well, she is in the sources uh, because that's, you know. But we'll put a little frowny face next to it. I will put a frowny face next to it. And that will that's how you know she's a turf. <laughs> in her literary gnashing of teeth, she laments that the essential sexual duality and complementarity of male and female are shattered, littered on the floor of the gender funhouse. Oh, this isn't about taffy. Yeah, dude. Fuck me up. That sounds great. <laughs> are you kidding me? I love to shatter some gender expectations. Ugh. So instead of shouting her out, I would um, instead like to cordially invite her to suck my fat doink. <laughs> They grew it themselves. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> I love a doink. That was a good descriptor. Yeah, doink is my word for a tea dick, I think. I'm just starting <laughs> now. My doink. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> Leo Hirschfeld. Mm. Before being pushed out of the company, he helped make successful and oh. dying by suicide in 1922, oh had one more gift to bestow upon the world. I can't wait. Do you remember how I said that there was chocolate-flavored bromangelon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, our boy Leo wasn't quite done noodling on that one. <gasps> Using his candy cooking patent, he improved upon the concept of taffy, 
with an additional baking step that he patented, creating an iconic candy that would fill Halloween pillowcases for the next century and change. Calculating, calculating. What could it be? The name of the product even shared something with Romangelon. The nickname of his daughter, Clara. Tootsie. Tootsie Rolls? Tootsie Rolls? (laughs) Let me see you, Tootsie Rolls. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Tootsie. Tootsie Rolls. Wait. What was the Tattler's name? Tootsie. Tatlin Tootsie. So Tatlin Tootsie and the Tootsie Roll both named after his daughter Clara. Oh my. But how did you get Tootsie from Clara? It was her nickname. How? You know how people call people like my love or my dear? I've never heard of it. My childhood nickname was Fluffy. Mine was Booger. Okay, well, there are two (laughs) genders. (laughs) There's your gender funhouse. Wow. Okay, can we talk about Tootsie Rolls? Yeah. Do you like a Tootsie Roll? I enjoy a Tootsie Roll. I love a Tootsie Roll. I, I was, you know, I was not opposed when I would get them in my my Halloween sack. Yeah. I like how they stood the test of time. Like, they just keep going. Yeah. No one, like, is feels strongly about Tootsie Rolls. They have a very unique flavor. They do. I like I like to put it in my mouth and, it's, like, yeah. just let it sit there. It's like kind of a, like a malted chocolate. It is like is really a malted nice. chocolate. Mm, love that malt. I love that malt. Mm. I remember in the 90s they started pushing out, like, they wanted fresh new Tootsie Rolls and they yeah. had flavored Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, the fruit ones, right? Weren't as good. I remember getting those yeah. in my... Because when I... This will not surprise, I don't think, anybody listening, yeah. but when I would get my Halloween candy, yeah. uh, the first thing I would do, I'd dump the bag out, and I would sort everything of course. by type. Of course. And I would create a chart. You would chart that? I would create a chart. Ah, this I, is like pre-XL. Sort of like a paper spreadsheet, if you will. Wow. <laughs> of what kind of candies I had and how yeah. many. And part of this was so that when my brothers would steal them, I would know. You would know. <laughs> this is out of necessity. But part of them was just because I enjoyed it. That's... That's a very Al. <laughs> that's a very Al moment. It and really thank is. Thank you for sharing that. You're with so me. welcome. Yeah. So the non-perishable treat that's kind of okay to eat. Yes, it's the Tootsie Roll. It's the Tootsie Roll. These little nuggets have been part of American culture for over 100 years. Wow. The main mascot for the brand was Captain Tootsie. Captain Tootsie. Who appeared in a comic strip advertisement starting in 1943 along with his kid sidekick Rollo. And three other children named Fatso, Sweetie, and Fisty. <laughs> We're back, baby! <laughs> I want the merch! Fisty. Fisty. Okay, Rolo, but that's no relation Not to the candy. Not related to the, it has two L's, this Rolo. Two L's with Rolo. Rolo, Fatso. Fatso. You gotta have one. Sweetie. Sweetie. Who is the little girl? Yeah, the little, okay. And Fisty, who I guess like to punch people. I don't know. Or <laughs> he's the, he's the, he's the, like the rough, rough yeah, guy he, with the heart of gold. I think so, probably. Oh, wow. I'm just, are we going to see them? No. Ah! I'm picturing like a very Nancy I th- from the comic I strips. think probably, yeah. Okay, absolutely. I think Fisty and Sluggo could be boys. <laughs> could be boyfriends, really. <laughs> oh, wow. Ugh. Ugh. So you know we how we've talked about uh, these like myths that emerge out of wartime that combine nationalism, military support, and commercial products. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you want to hear the story of how Tootsie Rolls allegedly saved a group of American Marines? 
More than anything. <laughs> More than anything. I eat these up like candy. Excellent. Because they were non-perishable and didn't melt or get otherwise gross when shipped overseas, Tootsie Rolls were a wartime treat for imperialist armies since World War I. Mm. But apparently they really came in clutch in the Korean War. I don't <laughs> They shouldn't have. <laughs> okay. uh, so broad strokes, the Korean War was the first of these anti-communist crusades by the American government and the UN. Mm. Uh, both notorious dickhead Kim Il-sung in North Korea and notorious dickhead Syngman Rhee in South Korea wanted to unite the Korean Peninsula under their own government. Mm. To th- set the scene, it's the winter of 1950, and a group of American Marines, South Korean police officers, and UN troops called the X-Corps are occupying an area of North Korea called the Chosen Reservoir. Mm. Previous to this North Korea had been primarily supported by the Soviet military, but it was at this point that Mao jumped in and sent the People's Volunteer Army to secretly cross the border between China and North Korea and try to stop the South Korean and American advance. Would you know if this is, this is so, um, what's his name? Um, uh, who is the captain? Arthur. Oh, MacArthur? M- MacArthur. We'll talk about him. Okay, okay. He, this was like while he was... Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you might say it was one of his... <laughs> big last hurrah. Oh, it was. He was fired afterwards. <laughs> yep. So essentially what happened was that the People's Volunteer Army from China snuck yeah. in over the North Korean border and surrounded this force Okay. Uh, in a place called the Chosen Reservoir. Okay. They surrounded the X-Corps and fought for 17 days in freezing cold weather, but the X-Corps managed to break the line and spent just under two weeks trying to evacuate back to Pusan in minus 38 degrees Celsius. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh my God. So where Candy comes into the story is that as they traveled, the X-Corps made a request for an airdrop of additional mortar rounds. But the code name for 60 millimeter mortar rounds at the time was Tootsie Rolls. No. And what they received from a nearby base in Japan was a literal interpretation of their request. The legend, and again, I say legend Legends, because this is not sure. something that you, you know, the places where you find the story are on military websites yeah, yeah, or yeah. Uh, all, also like on Ripley's Believe It or Not. Oh, um, my favorite source of all time. Which uh, I will remind us is not called Ripley's Believe It because it's true. I hate that. <laughs> the one thing I found out when I was researching ad creeps is not all Ripley's is true. And that really crumbled me as yeah, a person. <laughs> that's, I mean, hey, believe it or not, man. Believe we it. don't care. We don't give a shit. We don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, so the legend is that they were able to warm up the Tootsie Rolls enough in their mouths and armpits to be able to use them as sealant for bullet holes and allow them to repair their equipment. Oh my god! And then they, the cold would harden them. I again. thought they were gonna like survive on them because no. they like ran out of crayons to eat, <laughs> you know, brains. Yeah. Um, and so they were just like surviving on the sugar, but it was literally from like repair. I don't think I've, I've I'm highly skeptical. Can you of this imagine whole story. if you had a bullet wound and you're like, don't worry, not in the their bodies, but in bullet <laughs> holes in like equipment. Okay. I don't think they're shoving tootsie rolls into. It. But yes, again, I am highly skeptical of this. Yeah. So uh, they lost... We should Mythbusters this. We should Mythbusters this. We should try to... (laughs) Get us some Tootsie Roll stat. (laughs) Uh, So they lost 3,000 out of 15,000 troops. That's a lot. Uh, Whether or not the Tootsie Rolls were there, the Battle of the Chosen Reservoir and the subsequent retreat ended the UN's expectations of a complete victory and reunification in the Korean War. And it's remembered as one of the most brutal combat encounters in post-World War II modern warfare. But here's a candy. Here's a candy. (laughs) Support the troops. After that, it would still be another three years of brutality and war crimes committed by both parties until the Korean Armistice Agreement was signed in Panmunjom, ending the war. Mm -hmm. Is that 54? 
Uh, 53. 53. So here's an interesting side note. On Christmas Eve 1950, General MacArthur requested 34 atomic bombs from Washington (laughs) in order to sew a belt of radioactive cobalt to stop the Chinese army from advancing. Yeah, he hated the Chinese army. His request was extremely declined and eventually led to his dismissal. Yeah, he was... I I teach about... (laughs) I teach about this whole thing uh, when we talk about the Korean War in my 20th century history class. I'm like, how fucking wacky He went full hand bones. He was like, we are taking China. Like, we're gonna keep... We're gonna keep going. We're gonna go over the northern uh, Korean border. We're gonna keep going. And uh, we're not gonna stop. (laughs) <laughs> and the president was like, well... Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> I like that you're... Hey, brother... Great, great enthusiasm. You yeah. are done here. <laughs> I love that you're shooting for the stars, but, you know. So back can't. to the Tootsies. Back to the Tootsies. I think the commercial you remember most differs generationally. Because uh, I feel oh. like the classic jingle, whatever it is, I think I see... I don't know that one. Whatever it is, I think I see, becomes a Tootsie roll to me. I don't think... I've ever seen a Tootsie Roll commercial. Really? I've seen ones for the Lickums. The Lickums, yeah. Yeah, the owl. Well, that was the classic from 1976. It was recorded in 1976. Okay. The commercial was really cute. It was animated. It was very sweet. Yeah. Um, But there's another Tootsie-based ad that hits a little closer to the old nostalgia bone for you and I, and it's deliciously candy-coated. I'm really excited. Debuting in 1969, we're talking about the Tootsie Pop. Oh, we are talking about the Tootsie Pop. Okay, yeah. good, 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 good. You think I'm not, you think I'm not going to talk about the Tootsie Pop? <laughs> the Tootsie Pop was and is. It's still around, yeah, I assume. It is. It's an underrated candy. It's, I was always happy to get these in my I Halloween love stash. Them. I love them. Always happy. I do love... Oh, wow. Mmm. I haven't had a Tootsie Roll probably... Or a Tootsie Pop in... Long time. Long. I've had but a Tootsie had, Roll. Like, chocolate ones, which was nice. They had chocolate Chocolate flavor? Tootsie Pop, yeah. Oh, I don't think I had those. I only had, like, the orange ones and the fruity ones. Yeah. And then you get the chocolate center. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Should we find out? Yes. <laughs> if you want to watch this ad, you can find the link in our sources. Let's start licking. Start licking, folks. <laughs> we'll return after these messages. Mr. Cow. Yes? How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop? I don't know. I always end up biting. Ask Mr. Fox, for he's much cleverer than I. Mr. Fox, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop? Why don't you ask Mr. Turtle, for he's been around a lot longer than I. Me? (laughs) I bite. Mr. Turtle. How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop? I never made it without biting. Ask Mr. Owl, for he is the wisest of us all. Mr. Owl, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop? A good question. Let's find out. One, two, three, three. If there's anything I can't stand, it's a smart owl. How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop? The world may never know. Welcome back to the show. I can see this ad in my mind's eye yeah. as soon as you talked about it. Because, number one, it's the um, the backgrounds look like like 
stained paper. It's so pretty, isn't it's it? It's really pretty. It was like a, almost like a practical background. I forgot how like visually appealing. Yeah, it's really that nice. Um, the characters are all done flat, but again, that's part of their appeal. There's no shading or whatever. The little boy, I like his design. Um, the little kid, and but like naked? I don't know. Like no clothing. On <laughs> yeah, him. no, he's that naked was a for choice. sure. Yeah. Um, and so this was the full commercial. I'd never seen this this full commercial. I've only seen the one with the turtle and the owl. Mm. Um, and you have the cute little boy um, and going to all the the first day. What was the first? Oh, uh, like a bull or a hippo or a something with teeth. Yeah, the cow. A, I think it was a, a cow. Cow. Or a hippo. We just watched it. I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, and then a fox, yeah. and then the turtle, and then the um, owl. owl. And the owl, I looked it up. He's played by Paul Winchell, who um, was like a huge voice actor for Hanna Barbera. Mm-hmm. So he did Dick Dastardly. Um, he did Clyde. Uh, he did Gargamel on the Smurfs. Oh, wow. um, and he did Winnie the Pooh and Tigger, and he kind of switched off with Jim Cummings for, oh, wow. for, for Winnie the Pooh. So he's, like, huge. Um, yeah. That voice kind of stuck. A lot of the voices kind of stuck in my ear. So these are some huge voice actors, eh? Truly. Um, and it's it's the age-old question. How many licks does it take to the, get to the center of the Tootsie Pop? I think this is, like, one of those genius moments in advertising where you take a concept that, like, kids kids are probably doing already yeah like they're all they're all breaking and chewing it um and the fact that the advertising campaign clicked on what kids are actually doing with their product is really interesting to me yeah and i really like the aesthetic and stuff and it it, it, this commercial we saw when we were kids yeah i like it it's very wholesome do you want to hear some math are you gonna tell me yeah okay tell me in 2014 yeah. The Tribology Laboratory at the University of Florida. They're doing the good science out <laughs> down there. The, uh, so they, they published a study looking at the, the corrosion and the me- mechanical agitation of the tongue on the Tootsie Roll. Yeah. Using the global minimum distance resulted in a, a calculated 130 plus or minus 29 licks to reach the center. Independent of licking style. Independent of licking. Now, does this include sucker? Well, okay, so they did separate separate tests using a one-sided approach and a full-surface full, full, approach. Yeah, I, I'm a full-surface boy Yeah, myself. Um, and this was, yeah, so this is regardless of style, you're going to need at least 130 plus or minus 29. Okay, wow. I got to say, if your licking style vis-a-vis a Tootsie Roll Pop is to stick your tongue out and lick one side like a maniac, yeah. I think that's unpalatable. I think you got to work on your style. I think you got to work. I think you got to really make sure that Tootsie Roll Pop is getting its money's worth. I think you got to use the full surface area of your mouth, honey. <laughs> oh, I really want a Tootsie Roll Pop now. Sorry. I don't think... Could you just go to the store and get Tootsie Roll Pops? Probably not. Maybe if you go to like a, a convenience store or... Convenience store. Where they... You know, places where they sell candy. We're going to find... Places where they sell candy. <laughs> I got like... I appreciate this ad. It's a classic. It's good. Um, it's... Funny and smart. The voice acting is great. Um, the colors are wonderful. Yeah, it makes me want to. It makes me want to bite on one. 
but I am 36 years old. And if I do bite on a tissue roll pop, I will have irreparable <laughs> dental damage that I cannot pay for. I gotta tell you, I really love the way you're just taking the term irreparable damage and just spreading it around. I am, I am. This is the thrice. This is number three. <laughs> just we're gonna we're gonna get this phrase on as many things as we can. <laughs> It's 2023. It's 2023 is the thing. Can you get Tootsie Roll Pops? I don't know. Yeah, absolutely you can. You can. Gosh, where do I... I, Because I don't want to screw with this original ad because I think it's perfect. Mm -hmm. I don't think we can touch an ad. Can I just go back and can I market a Tootsie Roll? (laughs) Sure. I think we gotta. And I think I'm going to bring back the gang. Captain Tootsie. I think we have to. Fatso, sweetie, Rolo, Fisty. And Sluggo, he's there too. Sluggo's also here. <laughs> I think we're going to capture, I think I'd like to play on the Heathcliff situation we have going Is on. Is Jimmy there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know Jimmy's there. <laughs> and the fucking Garbage Ape too. Yes. I, there's just this weird thing about this comic that's been, and I will say festering, um, throughout history. Yeah. And then we kind of look at it, What what's going on now? And whoever's writing it, do not care. <laughs> and there's no, it's not a joke so much as it is Dadaist art. Which we love. Which we fucking love. In the in this era of like TikTok, yeah. I love it. Um, so I think what we do is we market, we'd market the Tootsie Roll as a piece of like, fit, well, nostalgia, but like also kind of this like, weird Dadaist, like... But I think we do it in... We would yeah. we would do it in this 1970s style. Okay. Um, where you have you have the whole crew, Captain Tootsie and his, his crew, just, like, going around suburbia and talking about Tootsie Rolls. Here, here we go. Tootsie Roll was not made by a Nepo baby. No. This is a grassroots... <laughs> this is a bootstrap. This is a bootstrap candy. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's fine. It's not a Hershey's. It's not a Nestle. But here's the thing, folks. Hershey's and Nestle, they're shitty companies. Yeah. They're pieces of shit companies. They still use slave labor. They still use child labor. And they don't give a shit. They're going to say, oh, I'm sorry about my chocolate. You know who? There's no real chocolate in a Tootsie Roll. I'm pretty sure. But I I will also point out that the company that makes the Tootsie Roll... I mean, pushed the creator of it out of the company, and then he... What did he do, though? He created the Tootsie Roll. Oh, but what else did he do? Well, I don't know. He wasn't you, a you Nepo didn't tell baby. Me. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Look, look. We're, Listen. We're, we're gliding. You're picking apart. Everybody, is, and I'm going to just go on the yeah. record and say this. Everybody in the early 1900s was bad. Yeah, was that, I will say they were bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to just give it to the small guy. Okay. I, I think Tootsie Rolls... The little boy from the, the <laughs> Yeah, the little, little boy from the ad. Uh, I think Tootsie Rolls is an underrated candy. I think it's at the bottom of everyone's Halloween bag, and they don't give it a chance. So this ad is going to be like, hey, you know, it's... it's Okay, it's the same animation. You have the little boy, and he, he's, he's got his bag full of... His pillowcase full of candy, <laughs> and he's eating the Hershey's, and he's eating the Nestle, and he's eating the Kit Kat, and whatever. And at the bottom of the bag is a Hershey is a t- is a Tootsie Roll. Uh-huh. And he's like, no, oh, a Tootsie Roll. And then the owl comes. He's like, you ever try Tootsie Roll? It's pretty good. It's You just put it in your mouth, and, and the little boy takes it out, and he puts it in his mouth, and suddenly he's surrounded by friends. <gasps> it's Captain Tootsie. It's Fisto. It's Sweetie. It's all his friends. <laughs> and also, uh, what's the angel called? <laughs> Romangelo? Romangelo. <laughs> 
And is Tatlin Tootsie there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tatlin Tootsie's there, Bromangelon's there, it's the whole crew. The angel Bromangelon. The angel Bromangelon. And it'll be like, you know, a Castiel sort of situation. Okay, of yeah, so uh, <laughs> sort of gay subjects. So gay sub- <laughs> between him and Captain Tootsie. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, folks, I'm alone this weekend, which means I have watched nothing but Supernatural. Oh, no. I'm on season two right now, baby. Your brain is My brain is mush. Here <laughs> I go. Uh, yeah, and while he has the tits, while the little kid has the tits roll in their mouths, they get to have this like Heathcliff-like adventure with all these characters. I love but that. as soon as it's gone, it's gone. Oh. So like, how long does it take for you to suck a tootsie roll? Great question. And then we could put that on t-shirts. Yes. And the millennials will buy them, not because it's nostalgic, but because it's a funny saying. <laughs> How long does it take for you to suck? That's it, zero. You know what? It's I a don't great know. question. Because you it. just end up chewing it. You just, and I, know it's it's at the top of my pa- soft palate. It's just stuck there. It's there all day. Like a wad of gum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Lovely. Well, that was it's not a delight. As, it's, 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 it's not as good as the original. But I mean, the original is... Original is perfect in every it's way. It's unimpeachable. <sighs> I've got something for you. Oh, yeah? And it is also classic. Okay. In that it was lost to time um, for a long time in Kansas City. Uh-huh. And there was a lot of talk about kids um, in the 90s seeing this commercial and remembering this commercial, but not being able to find it. Okay. And this commercial resurfaced recently. That's exciting. So it's kind of like a kind of like a newspaper with the baby situation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the baby who died. The baby hoops hoops tombs. You, you know the. No, I I can't. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes, please. Uh, you can watch this local ad in our sources. Take me to KC. Which KC is it? The good one. Okay. Is the water warm enough, buddy? Cool. Let's get some tunage. Eddie, don't plug that in. Hey, it's our good friend Chris Hedges from the Electric League. Never plug in anything near water or with wet hands if you get shot. Oh, but it's okay. It's got a safety button. I'll be okay. That's a test button. Test buttons don't always work. So I could get hurt. Or worse. Kids, water and electricity don't mix. Never leave anything plugged in around water, even if an adult plugged them in. For more information, contact the Electric League of Missouri and Kansas. That's that's delightful. That's, that's delightful. That's, I love it. I love an ad where there's a professional who it's his job to like be an electrician. Like yeah, and then an actor. Yeah, that's the thing. Like like the actor's job. He's oh, also so good. his job is to communicate this information to children yeah. in a way that they'll be receptive to. And he's doing an amazing he's doing job. Amazing he's doing job. incredible. And the electrician is just like shark eyed. Is is very um, king of the hill. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mustache, dad mustache. Mustache, perfect dad glasses. Oh. Like, don't worry. Hey, you're not supposed to plug this in <laughs> into the bathroom. Because you know what? You want your boom box in the tub with you. Yeah. So you can listen to your jock jams. Test buttons don't always work. I didn't. What do a test button do? Not a clue. I have no idea. No idea. I have absolutely no idea. I'm sure our producer will tell us after. Oh, yeah. He does electric. He does do that. <laughs> <laughs> this could be actually... You put a pair of glasses on our producer. <laughs> That's yeah. <laughs> and I'm the person in the tub. Yes. With a hair dryer. 
Uh, if you have a local ad that was once lost to time but is now no longer, please send it to us at creeps at gmail.com. Yes, please. Thank you. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr at ad creeps. We love to hear from you. We love to hear from you. We think it's great. We think you're perfect. We think you're wonderful. Until next time, we are signing off. But first, a word for my spouse. Let me see you tootsie roll. Mm, uh, 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 uh. What is, how do you, how do you, how does one tootsie roll? Not a clue. <laughs> We're too white. We are square. absolutely too white. <laughs> <laughs>